This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Homecoming Queen Scandal. The high school student and her mom accused of rigging the election to win the crown. Then, Americans back in the air. The big changes you need to know before you book your next flight. You're going to be shoulder to shoulder with people. And Bachelor Finale Bombshell. Inside the big breakup. Plus, what Meghan and Harry just revealed to Gail King. I did actually call them to see how they were feeling. Did they make peace with the royal family? Then... Is this an appropriate birthday gift for a 17-year-old? The $220,000 sports car and the deadly consequences. Witnesses say the impact was so powerful, it sounded like a bomb exploded. It hurts and it did. I miss her every day. What dad is saying now and the one-year-old boy fighting for his life after being accidentally shot in the head during a police shootout. Plus, call me Elliot. The new Time Magazine cover. The actor once known as Ellen Page opens up about becoming a guy. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. There are a lot of moms in trouble these days. Yesterday, we told you about the mom accused of creating deep fake videos of her daughter's cheerleading rivals. And today, we lead with the arrest of a woman police say stacked the deck so her daughter could be named Homecoming Queen. Cops say her 17-year-old daughter was in on the scheme, and she, too, was arrested. Jim Murray explains how it all happened. Homecoming is the ultimate rite of passage as students head back to school. There's the big high school football game and the traditional homecoming dance. And of course, the crowning of the homecoming queen. Now in a wild turn of events, this Florida high school homecoming queen and her mom, who's an assistant principal, are under arrest, accused of rigging the homecoming queen election. The mom and daughter are accused of hacking into the school's computer system and faking votes. The results were so surprising and lopsided that rumors quickly swirled that the election was rigged. There are reports that for years the homecoming queen bragged about having access to the school's computer system through her mom's position as assistant principal with the district. On homecoming night, Emily Rose Grover dazzled in a shimmering silver gown and sparkly crown, and she smiled from ear to ear as she was escorted down the football field. But it appears this result was all an elaborate scheme by Emily Grover and her mom, Laura Carroll. Investigators say 117 votes for homecoming queen came from the same IP address. Agents say they also uncovered evidence that a total of 246 votes cast were linked to mom Laura Carroll's cell phone and computer. 
The scandal hit close to home for one CNN anchor. Do you even remember who your homecoming queen was? Because I don't. And it suggests to me nothing is worth going to jail for like this. I was my homecoming queen, oh. and I guarantee it was not rigged. Now people in the cantonment Florida community are fuming. The damage caused by this mother and daughter is disgusting, went one comment. Others are praising the two runners-up in the homecoming court. Congratulations to Arliana Wyatt and Kendall Blackman, two beautiful young ladies who deserve recognition for doing things the right way. Emily has been expelled from school. The mother and daughter are each charged with one misdemeanor and three felonies, each of which has a maximum penalty of up to five years in prison. As the number of people getting the COVID vaccine increases, so is the number of people making reservations. Air travel is at its highest since the pandemic began. Stephen Fabian has a look at what it's like to travel these days, and it's probably a lot different than the last time you flew. America is on the move again. Over the past four days, 5.2 million travelers were screened at airports, the largest number since March of 2020. This past weekend saw the most airline passengers taking to the skies in more than a year. It's not just spring breakers. Bookings for summer travel are taking off. Airline and cruise bookings skyrocketing. Why are we seeing all this optimism, all this excitement? You have a lot of people who have been home for a long time. So whether or not they should be traveling, They've decided to go for it. Now, most of us haven't flown in a while, so when you get here to the airport, you're going to notice a lot of changes. Everything is designed to be contact-free, so that means your boarding pass is going to be right here on your phone. On top of that, some destinations actually require you to have a negative COVID test or be vaccinated, so be prepared. Have a picture of your test results right here on your phone so that you can provide them on demand. Most TSA agents won't ask you for your boarding pass anymore. Just slide your driver's license into a scanner and walk through the checkpoint. The airports are still pretty empty. Passengers are down 57%, but that doesn't mean that your plane will be empty. The airlines are simply flying fewer planes per day. So unless you're flying Delta, which is keeping the middle seats empty, you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with people. All planes are now being thoroughly disinfected between flights. The ventilation system is constantly running with air circulated every six minutes. Once on board, you must wear a mask, and the FAA is really cracking down. Get off the plane. Get After off. a surge in anti-mask incidents off. like this one, there's a zero-tolerance policy against any passenger who disrupts a flight, with penalties ranging from fines to jail time. There are massive fines being given to people for not complying with mask rules, so you have to wear your mask. You can't flout that. Cruise lines are also reporting a surge in bookings, up 55 percent. Tom McAlpin is the CEO of Virgin Voyages, a new cruise line that is set to launch as soon as the CDC gives the green light. We are going to be requiring vaccines from all of our sailors and all of our crew uh, in order to be able to board. We encourage everybody to get out there and get your vaccine. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to be safe. There's a new word for people traveling after they get their shots. Vaccination. What was meant to be a history-making season of The Bachelor with Matt James as the first black man in that role ended last night with a lot of emotion and no one happy about, well, anything. The whole world knew before the show aired that there would be no fairy tale ending, but how much of a hot mess would it actually be? Megan Alexander has the story. 
It's being called the most uncomfortable bachelor finale ever. Let's obviously address the elephant in the room. When you look at that photo, what do you see? I see someone who was living in this ignorance. One month ago, photos of contestant Rachel Kirkconnell from 2018 resurfaced, showing her at an Old South antebellum-themed college party. Welcome to a new season of The Bachelor. Longtime host Chris Harrison's efforts at defending her caused an uproar and led him to step away from the series for the foreseeable future. Good evening, Bachelor Nation. Filling his shoes during last night's After the Final Rose was former NFL player Emmanuel Acho. What you did was racially insensitive. It was racially ignorant, and it plays itself out as racism. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily classify someone as racist. How are you? Good, Rachel. The finale began with Matt James, the franchise's first black bachelor, introducing the final two contestants to his family. He ultimately chose Rachel, giving her the final rose, but stopped short of proposing. The truth is that I love you. Matt and Rachel spent a lot of time together in the weeks that followed until it all imploded when the photos came out, including one she liked showing her friends in front of a Confederate flag. It was in that moment and the conversation that I had that Rachel might not understand what it means to be black in America. So you all are no longer together? No. The two reunited for the first time since the breakup and you could feel the tension. I really just want to take the time to say I'm really sorry. All of Bachelor Nation was watching to see how the drama unfolded, including Bree Springs, who was eliminated last week. Bree, talk about Matt being the first black bachelor making history and yet experiencing a very turbulent season. I think it's just a big learning lesson moving forward that there is an opportunity for the show to tackle larger conversations and much larger issues that, that we're dealing with as a country. But despite last night's heavy subject matter, the show did end with some lighthearted and unprecedented news. Where are the Bachelorette? <laughs> you heard right. There will be back-to-back -back seasons of The Bachelorette starring contestants from this season, runner-up Michelle Young and fan favorite Katie Thurston. I'm ready to get started. <laughs> Those back-to-back -back seasons of The Bachelorette start airing this summer. Other news today, there have been conversations between Prince Harry and his father, Prince Charles, and brother, Prince William. Gail King says she found this out when she spoke with Harry and Meghan on the phone. But she says so far, those conversations have not been very productive. I did actually call them to see how they were feeling, and it's true. Harry has talked to his brother, and he has talked to his father, too. CBS This Morning co-host Gail King reveals the latest twist in the Meghan and Harry saga after personally speaking with them. She says Prince Harry had peace talks with Charles and big brother William, but failed to heal the rift triggered by the explosive interview with Oprah. The word I was given was that the, those conversations were not productive, but they are glad that they have at least started a conversation. She says Meghan is angered by claims that she bullied her staff in the U.K. and had a warning for the royals. The palace keeps saying they want to work it out privately, but yet they All believe these, these false stories are coming out that are very disparaging against Meghan still. No one is in the royal family has talked to Meghan yet. Anyone who's worked with her will tell you exactly who she is. You know, she's really a very sweet, caring person. And as I say, Meghan has documents to back up everything that she said on Oprah's interview. Former 
former First Lady Michelle Obama is also weighing in. She met the Queen and other members of the royal family in 2011. Prince Harry was also the Obama's guest at the White House. Race is a new construct in this world for people of color. So it wasn't a complete surprise to hear her, her, her feelings and to have them articulated. I think the thing that I hope for and the thing I think about is that this first and foremost is a family and I pray for forgiveness and healing for them. Here's a time to say. And today, 99-year-old Prince Philip was discharged from a London hospital exactly one month since he was admitted and underwent heart surgery. He's said to be in good spirits as he'll be continuing his recovery at Windsor Castle. A lot of questions being asked today after a police chase resulted in an innocent baby being shot in the head. Now the child's grief-stricken mother is speaking out. It's heartbreaking video of a little boy accidentally shot in the head by police. His mom is devastated. The nightmare happened at a gas station in Houston. Officers were chasing a robbery suspect fleeing in a Mercedes when he pulled into a gas station and jumped into the car of a mom as she was stopped to pump gas. When the suspect refused to drop his gun, cops say one officer opened fire, killing him. But the one-year-old sitting in the back seat was hit in the head. We also have a one-year-old uh, with a head injury. He's conscious, breathing, crying. We're all praying for that baby. Little Legend Smalls is in a pediatric ICU. Before I knew what happened, they were they were already shooting at my car. Legend's 19-year-old mom, Dacia Smalls, spoke today. The right um, side of his skull is removed. He still has bullet fragments in his head. Her lawyer, famed civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump, says Dacia was in the car when the suspect leaped in and told her to get out. I let him know that I have a child in my car and that I, I would not leave my car without my son. Any mother in America would have refused to give up their car with their baby in the back seat. And for that there, she has had to pay such horrible, horrible consequences. Police said the officer who fired, a 15-year veteran, did not realize a baby was in the car. The police officer has been placed on administrative duty pending an investigation. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, is this an appropriate birthday gift for a 17-year-old? The $220,000 sports car and the deadly consequences. Witnesses say the impact was so powerful, it sounded like a bomb exploded. It hurts and it didn't. I miss her every day. What dad is saying now. Plus, call me Elliot. The new Time Magazine cover. The actor once known as Ellen Page opens up about becoming a guy. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. 
FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. The new surge, and it's not COVID. Next, Inside Edition, it's the common cold. How kids returning to the classroom are more vulnerable than ever to getting a cold. Kids haven't been able to build up immunity. Then, Olympic champion Ryan Lochte's wife, her life-changing medical decision. You legit feel like you're, you're dying. Watch the next Inside Edition. It's the fastest SUV in the world, but is this Lamborghini an appropriate gift for a 17-year-old? That's what the parents of one young woman who was killed are asking. Jim Array reports. It was a shocking car crash. A 32-year-old woman, Monique Munoz, killed when a Lamborghini SUV T-boned right into her. But what's making headlines is who was behind the wheel of the $220,000 vehicle, one of the world's most expensive. His name is Brendan Curry, and he's the 17-year-old son of a multimillionaire entrepreneur. The car was reportedly a gift from his dad on his 17th birthday. James Curry had boasted about their lavish lifestyle on social media. My son and I cruising in the hills. Everyone knows who is faster. The Lamborghini Urus can go up to 190 miles an hour and goes from zero to 60 in three seconds. Monique was making a left turn at this intersection when the Lamborghini slammed into her, almost slicing her car in two. The speed limit here is 35 miles an hour, but witnesses say the impact was so powerful it sounded like a bomb exploded. Now the victim's parents want to know whether a vehicle like this was an appropriate gift for any teenager. You don't give a 17-year-old a Lamborghini or a sports car, any sports car. A reporter caught up with James Curry outside his mansion in Beverly Hills. Are you sorry, sir? I am very, very sorry. And no words can say how sorry I am. Those are just words. It hurts and I miss her every day because her and I had the best relationship a mother and daughter could ever have. For both of you, what would justice be in this case? That they be held accountable. 17-year-old Brendan Curry has been booked for negligent vehicular manslaughter. We'll be back with more right after this. Still to come, call me Elliot. The new Time Magazine cover. The actor once known as Ellen Page opens up about becoming a guy. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, 
New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Dr. Elliot Page is opening up about his struggle to come out as transgender. Page, who was nominated for a Best Actress Oscar for Juno, makes history as the first transgendered man to be on the cover of Time magazine. It's a stunning image, the Oscar-nominated actor who was once known as Ellen Page. But Ellen is no more. He is now Elliot Page, and he tells Time magazine that he recently underwent what's called top surgery. The operation involves the removal of breast tissue and retailoring the chest to generate a masculine contour. It has completely transformed my life, Page tells Time. Just last December, Page revealed he was transgender, but these are the first photos of him following surgery. In one, he's pulling up his socks as his dog attentively looks on. Page says the surgery has left him with deep gratitude to have made it to this point in my life, mixed with a lot of fear and anxiety. Page first gained prominence as the pregnant teenager in the hit 2007 film, Juno. Why is everyone always staring at me? He now has a role in the Netflix series, The Umbrella Academy. Did you know? Elliot Page says he remembers thinking as far back as nine years old, I wanted to be a boy. I would ask my mom if I could be someday. Before he revealed the surgery to time, he called his mom, who said, I'm just so proud of my son. That issue of Time hits newsstands on Friday. And when we come back, an action-packed and safe gender reveal. Finally today, is it a boy or a girl? Best three out of five to learn the gender. Blue puck is a boy. Next one, pink is for girl. Pink again. Now blue. Oh, no! Last one. Blue. It's going to be a boy. Congratulations. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber 
from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>